Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the Skeptical Inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Welcome to the March issue of Jurassic Minutes, where we discuss recent movie, toy, and franchise news for the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, uh, this month, we've seen a lot of new releases on the toy front, and uh, we're going to add a new little segment to the show called Jurassic Discussions, so stay tuned to the end of the show for that. But David, in the meantime, we've been spending money again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For many people who live in the States, our stimulus... I have our $1,400 stimuluses have been um, deposited or soon will be. Mine has been deposited and it's quickly being undeposited. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what what's some of the new stuff you've got or have coming? Oh, uh, there's plenty here. There's, uh, <laughs> after admiring it from afar for many years, I finally got the Japanese-made Revel Tech. Tyrannosaurus from that they did it was the Lost World male Tyrannosaurus one of the very few collectibles released during the quote unquote dark times of the JP fandom where there's really just basically no toys no media no movies nothing being released for like 10 years and out of the blue Reveltech a Japanese collectibles company that makes like these they're they're like small figures I mean, I, this thing is probably matchbox scale. It's, it's that small, but it's um, got tons of articulation, great paint. It basically looks like the Just Park T-Rex that I always imagined him from my childhood without, like, the yellow stripes along the back. It's just the green, like, the dark green with the black stripes. Mm. Yeah, one thing I love about it, just unlike any other figure we've received or got so far is just the, the multi-point articulation so you can get into so many different poses oh yeah definitely um, it's just a shame it's just a shame it's so small and not <laughs> if it was the same size as a fresh and throw t-rex or something like that it'd be just it'd be the number one collectible trinosaur collectible to get oh there would definitely be something that would have to be like amber collection line but i would they would like you like you said it would sell out so fast <laughs> did it um did it just come by itself uh, no, it actually comes with a base with palm trees and like a little little tiny plaque that says uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex on it. But I just display it by itself underneath my um, my male T Rex uh, maquette replica. Yeah, because I remember the, the photos you pictured you put up online. I think it was only showing the Rex, not the stand or yeah. that base. Um, it didn't have a M class with it as well. I know I've got an M class on mine, but I think it's one of the the early little matchbox ones <laughs> that um, that come out. No, no, it doesn't. I've I've been looking over eBay for them because I mean, the Jurassic uh, matchbox and Hot Wheel toys are just basically disappearing around here. 
Yeah, that's a shame. But uh, thanks to Mattel, there's a lot more stuff coming out we're going to talk about soon as well. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> a couple of those figures you've uh, you've picked up as well. I did, yeah. It was a, a, uh, another kind of wacky item to uh, go with the recently recovered Lost World uh, T-Rex Koosh that I found in, uh, in my basement. I found... I grabbed off eBay the Velociraptor one that, that uh, also came out in that line. Hmm. And then I was able to grab the Camp Cretaceous, Cretaceous uh, Troodon and was uh, taking some fun pictures with that and adding some glowing eye effects. The thing <laughs> looks just like the uh, Troodons from the um, Jurassic Park, the game. So, yeah, I mean, I, I had to do it. <laughs> hmm. Those things were just so creepy. I can still hear them. How'd you stop at one, though? <laughs> I know. I want, I want three more. Mm. <laughs> and then, finally, I, in a lucky find, I, I'm, like, one of the first pe- people that I know of to actually find in the wild the Amber Collection Jurassic Park 3 Pteranodon already. Nice. I, I Just on a whim, I stopped by Target after work uh, earlier this week and was able to find the Troden and they had some restocks of the Amber Collection items, mostly uh, Charlie and Echo, but they also had two of the Pteranodons, so I picked one of those up. Uh, very nice. We're going to talk about that a little bit later as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see those new figures get down so quickly. Yeah, it is. I've, I'm still hoping to get the uh, Tiger Raptor soon, which will be another one will be talking about and on the show no very nice very nice uh i haven't been getting uh any mattel stuff (laughs) recently because there's just nothing i went to the toy store this morning and uh there was a couple of those little snap snap head um parasol office and raptors and a camp cretaceous gallimimus and that was all that was on the shelf so (laughs) there is a severe drought happening over here for retail stuff uh brick and mortar anyway but um online seems to be the way to go but last uh in the february issue i got disgusted i just purchased a sfx magazine from 2020 not 2021 2001 uh for jurassic park 3 and a bit of a write-up on that i haven't had a chance to read it yet but just flipping through the pages of that magazine i forgot how many movies come out that year your final fantasies your battlefield earths <laughs> all some some good and some bad films from back in the day there and it was a good little good little nostalgic trip Luckily, I haven't purchased any more magazines from eBay in these last couple of weeks. So, it, like I said, it's a whole. I uh, grabbed a I grabbed a Hobby Models magazine that was featuring Jurassic Park off of eBay too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. I have a um, I have a friend who lives in the big big capital city because uh, I'm out in the country and don't see a lot of things out here. But he's uh, he's like a secondhand toy trader. He goes around, mm-hmm. look, buys a lot of lots and uh, swap mates and um, your, your discount stores and that sort of um, stuff. Mm-hmm. And he come across the uh, original Jurassic Park sticker book, complete. All the stickers are still in it, no writing in it whatsoever. So he's uh, sending that to me for nothing, which was fantastic. And um, the other big item it was the uh, Chronicle Collectibles John Hammond Kane that they released uh, a couple of years ago. This is more so for those in the US, especially Dave, you mentioned those stimulus checks. Big Bad Toy Store has pretty much liquidated, like they're selling off all their Chronicle stuff and there's some massive savings. 
the blue statue, it's from a thousand down to five hundred. That was fifty percent off. The cane was forty five percent off. I think so. It was only one hundred and seventy nine down from two oh, to two something. That's a good price. Yeah, I nearly jumped on the baby raptors too because they were from they were six hundred or five hundred down to three hundred and twenty or something like that, which massive savings if you want to if you didn't get any of the chronicle stuff and all this stuff's in stock so it's not a matter of paying for it and never seeing it like some of the other stuff that unfortunately happened but the biggest issue there was shipping it was nearly going to be the same 170 bucks to ship it <laughs> to me over yeah so i worked out uh, i have a friend in the states that um he has one of the older and this is probably eight or nine year old hammond canes that was done um it's a it's a turned on a wood lathe cane with a, a two-piece amber uh, egg on the top of it I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's a paul elder design cane from back in the day or there's only a couple of blokes doing those um those canes originally like 10 years ago so um he had one of them anyway and he he prefers to have licensed licensed figures and that sort of thing so he he was after the chronicle one so i, I purchased the chronicle one and had that sent directly to him for uh, him to review and then he's going to send me the uh that older one which he uh, done an unboxing video and the chronicle one it's not fit for uh, it's not to be used as a walking aid <laughs> let me say it's it's pretty flimsy and mm-hmm. uh, a lot shorter as well which i said to him richard adabrota was a pretty short man so the, he only had a short cane a lot of these people are six foot or something and having to hop bend over and hobble just to use the cane <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully uh i'll get that other one shipped out to me in the coming weeks and uh, i'll be able to have a John Hammond Canemy collection. So not weight bearing at all, huh? No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, you could carry it and twirl it and that sort of thing, but uh, yeah. I mean, the prop itself probably wasn't weight bearing either. It was. I mean, got to remember, Richard Attenborough was an actor. I'm sure he was acting with it. You know. Well, I think it's it's the only film I remember seeing him where he's got that limp and got a cane. I don't. I haven't seen Miracle on Thirty Fifth Street or Thirty First or whatever it is <laughs> for a very long time. So I know he's an old Santa in that. But mm. um, so yeah, it, it is. It is a lot. It's nice detail on it. Um, apart from the flimsiness, it's supposed to be a display piece. You go and collect movie props. Um, you don't really use them for the most part. You display them and take photos with them. That's about it. So uh, I'll be. Uh, I'll be happy to get that in my hands when it finally gets here. All right. That sounds fun. Mm. Anything else, Dave, before we get into some news? I do have a surprise coming, but I think I'm going to hold off on that till probably next month's roundup. Just because, I mean, at this point, <laughs> for some, our U.S. postal system is all clogged up, and so it's <laughs> affecting everything and everybody, including our, um, including some of my props are on the way, so... It ended up in the couple towns over, and I now, at this point, have no idea if I should just go grab it or just wait for it to come to me. Oh, no. (laughs) That's a shame. Yeah. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses uh, to accomplish something as fast as you could, and before you even knew what you had, you you patented it and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox, and now you're selling it. You want to sell it. Well... All right, uh, going into our first news story, uh, Mattel have, as I said before, have uh, been posting up photos of a lot of uh, new stuff coming out this year, some stuff we've seen or heard rumoured about and some stuff we haven't. First up, 
they're uh, releasing a free pack of the Jurassic Jeep, Nedry, and Dilophosaur from the Jurassic World line. It's not Legacy, is it? Uh, I thought, it, yeah, I thought, I think this is Legacy uh, Collection. Yeah, I stuffed up here and I bookmarked the bloody Facebook page instead of Collect Jurassic. <laughs> the words got the write up on them. Um, yeah, the, uh, this is the Jeep, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this is Legacy Collection. Yeah, so we got um got the Nedry, the Dolph Saw, which we've already had in the past, and they're uh, they're doing another Jeep, Jeep Twelve, um, mm-hmm. or new new Jeep Twelve, of course, because it's got the canvas canopy on it, mm-hmm. but it is missing a little bit of detail, which has had some fans jumping up and down. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, admit, I think fans are kind of making a mountain out of a molehill on this, just because it's a really simple fix. It's the red stripe on the it's the back red stripe over the rear wheel and i mean i'll admit some uh this is this is going to be fixed with some scotch tape and a red sharpie for me (laughs) at least it is that red the rear one so you don't have to worry about stenciling the number uh, yeah doing around the wind the windshield that as well it's it's pretty simple stripe on the back either side to paint in yeah i mean it's not like it's the um it's not like it's the dinosaur skin where you got all kinds of cra- crazy color moldings going on, you know. I mean, it's it's a red line. I can I can forgive them. <laughs> I, I still I still bought it on pre-order. So, yeah. did you end up get? Did you have the Legacy Nedrian? Oh, the Amber Collection um, Nedrian Dolphosaur. I did not. I also didn't get the um, the Comic Con figure for Nedry either. So this will be a, yeah. my first Nedry. Ah, oh, that's yeah. So getting a getting a free pack like this mm-hmm. is, um, makes a lot of sense. Like that, I I have the legacy, of the M collection, Nedrian Dolphosaur. So for ordering this just for the sake of getting a Jeep, I'm, I'm not really interested in getting it. Um, mm. I'm still trying to get my hands on the Jada, <laughs> the Jada <laughs> Jeep. Get one of the diecast ones. Mm-hmm. I do also like the this Jeep comes with the cover. That was another point of sale for me. Was that I wanted the I wanted the cover for the Jeep. Yeah, it's just that little bit more, um, uh, not exclusiveness, but uh, just something different. It's not another Jeep 18 that's, that's rusted or got a good paint job. Yeah. Um, I mean, know there was... another detail here that does kind of bug me is that the windshield is kind of set up high. They kind of had to fiddle with the height of the windshield so that they could fiddle with the height of the cover itself i assume so that they could get the character's head in in the uh jeep but at the same time it kind of makes me wonder if it is going to fit on the uh jeep 18 that i already have hmm. yeah i like how it's got the uh the, the fog lights on it as well up on top yeah it does i mean it's not bad it's sculpture sculpturally it's pretty okay but, I mean, it could be better, but it could also be a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a shame. I think I was talking to someone online about it. Just the difference between, say, this and the Iron Studios Explorers, where they're over $100 each just for the car itself, and they're going to be a lot more detailed than what these, in realistically, mass-produced stuff for kids that collectors also love to get as well. <laughs> if we had a, a in-the-middle in the middle die cast either Jader or someone else had done done a more collector's scale vehicle uh, Jeeps Explorers ML 320s <laughs> I could only dream and hope but uh, 
would probably collect a lot more of them, a lot less of this stuff. But I think for what it is, it's it's perfectly fine. As you said, a little bit of little bit of uh, paint work on it or sharpie work on it, and you're good to go. Yeah. My glasses. I can afford more glasses. Last week, um, Mattel released uh, some photos of their new Dino Escape line, which. Uh, there's a couple of new figures in here, but for the most part, uh, more repaints. <laughs> um, you know, Gallimimus, uh more raptors, um, got like a pale and red Dilophosaur, um, yeah, Stegosaurus, it's got red, uh, brown arms and it's blue. <laughs> uh, the uh, Kentrosaurus. Oh, Kentrosaurus. I was going to say, because yeah, it's got the spikes on the <laughs> on their shoulders there. Yeah. That was uh, that one. I was actually kind of looking forward to. I like the sculpt, but not so much the colors. So I might actually hold off on this one and wait for better colors, like I did with the Sukumimus. Got a uh, bit more paint on the the new uh, Ceratosaurus here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, kind of a standout from the group is the Mosaicosaurus here. It's just a plain green with these kind of like snaggly toothed. Hey, it almost looks like a dragon in a way without wings. It's kind of a disappointment to be honest. Mm. Or maybe I'll end up liking it better in person because Mattel does, in fact, have a habit of kind of um, shooting themselves in the foot with their own promo photos. But at the same time, I kind of really do am disappointed by it. They they did this one dirty. Another kind of issue to remember, though, is that these photos on this website were actually a lower quality that had been upscaled. So they're kind of showing an artificial amount of detail. Mm -hmm. So I kind of imagine that they are going to end up being more detailed in the um, final, in the, in real life. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's the benefit of seeing something in hand. I think it was the, um, the Metrocamphosaurus. I wasn't really fussed on seeing photos of it and seeing it on the shelves, I um, ended up buying one as well. <laughs> uh, just a couple of new barrels. We've got a Grim. Yeah, so they're filling out the dinosaur line a lot more. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So yeah, anything else on the, these new figures? These are going to come out. They're probably already starting to come out. Well, not too far away. How many more Gallimimus repaints are we going to get <laughs> in the Mattel <laughs> line? Yeah, the... Uh... <laughs> The ra- the Raptors, I like. I've heard a lot of people kind of saying that at this point they are very much raptored out, and they really want to see some a lot more attention done to other uh, species, which we are getting with this line. We looks like we're also getting an adult bumpy, which I'm looking forward to, mm. and a Aranosaurus, which is like if Spinosaurus was a hadrosaur, got a giant <laughs> sail on its back. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big herbivore. I wonder also, because um, we would have been starting the lead-up to Dominion around about now, too, of figures. I wonder wonder how many of these uh, were meant to be Dominion figures and they've just re-labeled them Dino Escape. Mm. Possibly what we might see. Like, elements of the uh, new Allosaurus that we see here, some of them look reused and other others kind of look new. Like, the top of the head kind of looks new, but the body looks like we've seen it before. Mm. Well, we know in the past they've reused some stuff. I think the, uh, the Stiggy Moloch had the Gallimimus body. 
or the other way around. The Gullah Mobs had this one, one, one. I don't can't recall which one it was now, but they just um, changed their heads on them for uh, Fallen Kingdom. That's not the problem. What is? What is the problem? Velociraptors. Our infrared show that their nesting sites are concentrated in the island interior, which is why we plan to keep to the upper wait, wait, wait a minute. What's that? Veloc Velociraptor. Carnivore. Pack hunter. About two meters tall, long snout, binocular vision, strong dexterous forearms, and killing claws on both feet. But you mentioned raptors, and uh, Mattel also have released uh, Legacy Collection. Nope. A Raptor Squad 4-pack, which... Get all your favourite raptors again. Uh, two in separate poses. We got the crunch, uh, the hunch down, and just the standing up snarling raptors. Mm-hmm. Again, they uh, still are having issues getting the colours right. <laughs> blue <laughs> looks like is the only one that looks like blue. Then we have a random grey and black striped raptor that I'm not quite sure who she's supposed to be. A green and black striped raptor that I assume is supposed to be Charlie. And a red raptor that I assume is supposed to be Echo. <laughs> Poor Echo, she she's still getting done dirty. <laughs> oh, this could be the Dominion B Squad of raptors. <laughs> if you can find is, them, maybe you too Frank. can hire the B team. This is Frank Gecko and Harry. F G H. I, yeah, I, I, the Dilophosaur is the only animal I've got in the Amber Collection slash Legacy line at the moment. I have been wanting to get the Raptors and get the best, the best versions of them because I want to get one of one of each of them and not multiples. So this definitely won't be it for me, but there will be some that uh, are after them, mm-hmm. and just have to have to collect them all. <laughs> yeah, the other kind of problem I have here is. The repack is la- is kind of lazy because they just have the two sculpts here, and we know mm. they've done more than just these two sculpts with the raptors. I mean, they could have d- thrown a third sculpt in there just to make one different. Yeah, yeah. At least have at least have um, the different poses amongst the four of them. Because I said, yeah, you got the two that are in that crouching attack, and then the t- other two mm. that are just standing with their arms forward. So, I mean, it's. Um, it's almost starting to become the new Hasbro, where Hasbro repainted the crouching uh, Cyclops Raptor like a half dozen times. <laughs> when I when I seen this photo, I instantly got um, flashbacks back to that that four pack Target exclusive that is, is in my collection still, and they're all still in their box. <laughs> that, that big four pack with the uh, the little torch that lit up the Jurassic World logo on their back legs, like it did, or under their feet, but. Yeah, it is starting to feel a lot like Hasbro here, unfortunately. I mean, at the same time, it is an off an off season year. They, I'm sure, were planning for Dominion to be out this year, and now it's not going to be. So it's kind of they're just trying to throw anything together just to keep the just to keep the flame alive. And I mean, let's face it, none of the uh, none of none of the toy makers we've had have done the um have done the toys as well in the off years as they did during the years and this is going even as far back as kenner kenner's Mm -hmm. um their 
Jurassic Park series two line left a lot of lot to be desired, especially I think because it's supposed to tie into a series that never happened. And then again with the chaos effect, which basically sunk them as a company. <laughs> Hasbro's like, okay, d- kind of done. Let's absorb them. Yeah, well, that's it. We got all this Jurassic Park Series 2 stuff with just different colored humans and different colored animals mm-hmm. in the same human and baby two-packs and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that turquoise black and purple raptor we got, that was weird. <laughs> I think I have two of them. <laughs> I know, so, I definitely have one. Yeah, so that's, yeah, I can't, uh, I really can't... <laughs> down Mattel for releasing this four pack when I done it back in the day as well I did see somebody repaint the uh, turquoise stripes with uh, glow in the dark paint and it actually looked pretty cool I think that if they had done that if that Kenner had done that with the figure that would have been a really cool thing to see so it kind of of becomes this bioluminescent raptor well we got one of those too in the um, Indominus Escape Thomas Escape? No, it was the other oh, sure, one. Yeah. The second, the second uh, Lego Jurassic World. Because I don't think the Indominus Escape didn't have all the hybrids out in the field, in the park, did it? I, it's been too long. <laughs> I um, I just got home ten minutes ago, and the um, Legend of uh, Isla Nublar was on TV, and I hadn't seen the last two episodes where little uh, little Nedry gets the mech <laughs> built and going. So I got hooked watching that when I was supposed to be recording with you. Um, I'll have to catch up and go back and rewatch them as well. Mm-hmm. Aren't they lovely? Aren't they glorious? These will be your transports for the afternoon. No drivers. No, 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 no drivers. But they're electric. They run on this uh, track in the middle of the roadway here. Totally non-polluting. Top of the line. Spared no expense. Uh, just briefly, um, last episode as well, we discussed uh, Jada Toys had the nano line coming with the uh, engine helicopter, Jeep and Explorer. Much like the Trinodon, Dave, you've seen that uh, out at stores now. The Nano Free Pack is also out at stores. Uh, photo here has it for five ninety nine US. I was in the store this morning, and all the Batman Nano stuffs on clearance for ten dollars here. So um, hopefully, it won't be too long before it uh, gets here as well, and I can pick myself up a pack. All right. Um, you got any interest in the Nano line? This uh... is one off. <laughs> I prefer Matchbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I did very much like the Jada Jeep, and I'm hoping to pick it, pick up the clean version of Jeep 12 that they re- just released. But yeah, the um, the little minis I have really no interest in. <laughs> and for those that don't understand my Australian accent, Jada, Jada, I'm talking about the same thing. I'm not talking about a different company when I'm saying Jada Jeeps, but it is a Jada. It's just different, different pronunciation of the A's. The best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Next up, we got uh, quickly some in-hand images of uh, some of those figures we talked about last on the last minutes. Uh, first up, that uh, Lost World Tiger Raptor. Dave, back then we weren't uh, 100% on the colours, especially the 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 poos, the uh, <laughs> stripes around the eyes and that sort of stuff. Um, in hand now, do you reckon it looks any better or we get the same thing? I still have problems with the eyes. The eyes are just way too dull, but 
the color, the colors that I thought were kind of overly vibrant and too bright. I think that the in-hand pictures that we've gotten of it, it looks really good. I'm sold on it a lot more now, and I think I'm going to end up picking this one up. Yeah. I think the biggest problem is how close you look at it. <laughs> uh, up, up, up close image here of the head, and yeah, you can see all those issues, but where you pull back and get the full body shot, it, it looks pretty good just sitting there, that little bit darker. So on your display, not, uh, not right up in your face, so I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, I think so. This may be my first uh, Ember Collection Raptor, and I might be getting more than one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the Raptors, I mean, I'm not sure if I'm going to get more than one of them. I'm not really a uh, more than one kind of guy, but <laughs> at the same time, I mean, this is my favorite Raptor in the series. <laughs> Well, that's, that's the other thing, too. How many of the released Tyrannosaurs have you bought that are all fairly, fairly similar, just have a different action gimmick? Exactly, true. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm still looking forward to getting the Extreme the, uh, extreme Damage Rex and the um, Dino... I think, what is it? Dino Rivals? Or... Yeah, the the new one with, the, with like the grayish coloration. Mm. That looks really good. <laughs> uh, and you've also got... Um... Didn't you say you got Echo and you're going to paint her? Oh yeah, Echo or Delta. Yeah, the, the door yeah, sort I, of I, looks half like it. I did, yeah. I mean, Echo actually took like minimal effort to even look like. I just added some stripes to the face and boom, Tiger Raptor. Yeah, so you could you could nearly just sort of um, get one or two of each and just have that little bit of a different color variation between the two and just chalk it up to either different sex or uh, a bit a bit different. Um, different colors anyway mm-hmm. next up uh we've got some more photos here of uh ray arnold you you briefly mentioned that the uh, after their story last last time about the uh, detachable arm with the, mm-hmm. the blood on it here we go we've got photos here of him holding that arm <laughs> this looks fantastic i cannot wait i gotta admit i think the photo of ray holding his own arm it reminded me of the um opening to uh, saving Private Ryan, where the soldier is on Omaha <laughs> Beach looking for his own arm, and then he just picks it up. I shouldn't laugh; it's a horrific scene. I know. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, I also made a um, I posted a picture of a pile of ash and said the extreme damage Brachiosaurus is looking amazing. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've had some dark humor as of late. <laughs> It seems like that arm's just a, a prop. It doesn't actually. You can pull his. Um, you can pull his right arm out, but this arm doesn't actually go onto the figure. He can just, as you said before, carry it around with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, because uh, that arm hasn't got the lab coat sleeve on it. It's only got his shirt sleeve. Well, in the um, movie, it didn't have the lab coat sleeve either. It was just the. Mm. It was just his uh, his uh, his regular shirt that we eat that um that you see on the arm yeah on a lighter note it also reminds me of the scene from futurama where uh i'm not, I'm not sure if anybody here who listens watched futurama but it's there's one scene where fry who was from the past and gets frozen and wakes up in the future gets in a fight with zoidberg who is basically a space lobster 
<laughs> and Zoidberg cuts off Fry's arm, and Fry picks up his own arm and starts beating Zoidberg with it. <laughs> I do remember that episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He's just gonna take, just use the arm and slap Nedry across the face. <laughs> Dennis, the headlights. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, um, I've got this saved on uh, Amazon, waiting for it to come out so I can get it. Yeah. Must have, must have. Yeah, this is definitely a must have. And I also like, uh, I still like that it comes with the uh, computer console as a prop and his headset. Mm. Now with eye rolling action, <laughs> you too can now roll your eyes at Nedry's ramblings. <laughs> Well, like we discussed with the Raptor before, again, this one having a going two up on it and having him standing there as he would be or sitting on a chair behind a computer, have the second computer as well, then just have a, another one he can have the arm off and maybe battle damage it as if he's uh, going up against one of the Raptors in the maintenance shed in the display. Yeah. Slowly slowly build your uh, control room playset by having 15 Ray Arnolds. <laughs> well, how long until we get the uh, repack with chain smoking action? Yeah. I don't know if anyone's doing, if any third parties are doing add on features for any of these figures, but uh, yeah, some sort of a cigarette or, or <laughs> empty smoke pack to put on the, uh, the desk would be more than welcome. <laughs> a little pack of generic Marlboro style cigarettes. <laughs> I think this is where you're smoking too. It looked like, it looked like Marlboros, from the color. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> I, I can't even recall if we see the pack in the film. Now, I don't think we see the pack, but just going off the, uh, the, I mean, it's. I'm sure there's many different kinds of cigarettes, but Marlboro is known for the orange and white coloring. Ah, uh, yeah, yep. I'm sure there's concept art with him holding holding the pack as well. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. Next up, Dave, you mentioned you found this in store. We have uh, in-hand images of the Jurassic Park 3 Pteranodon as well from Amber Collection. Yes. It looked all right in photos. How's it looking in person? Oh, it's great in person. It's on a, I have it right actually right here um, next to my T-Rex maquette. It is pretty big. I'd probably say it is. I know for a fact it is definitely probably bigger than the um, than the uh Jurassic Park 3 version the wings them or the body itself seems almost about the same size but the scaling itself seems like it would be it would fit and scale with the uh Kenner figures rather than the Hasbro 3.75 inch figures but yeah the uh the wings are made of like a soft rubber so you can, they kind of jiggle when you when you move it up and down and it kind of creates like a almost like a realistic flying flapping kind of thing kind of uh feeling but the neat part is is that the skin is actually it's actually uh attached to the body so you the wing the wings don't really i mean they swivel but you're not going to have problems of the wings kind of like swiveling forward like you did with the uh with the Hasbro figure that I kind of found happened to me often enough. Mm. A, li a little thing of note, but I did notice that the joints can be a little stiff at first, so just be aware of that you don't want to don't want to pop your joints on your new figure. <laughs> so let it let it heat up a little bit or warm up a little bit 
before you start trying trying to like force those joints or anything. Did you get the uh, the Jurassic World turn it on? I did not. I was not a fan of the design <laughs> of the Jurassic World. It, it, it seemed ugly to me, like a like skins wrapped uh, kind of like wrapped over a skull. It was I, I didn't care for it how it looked. Yeah, the body the body midsection actually has a ball joint in there, so the so you can like. Uh, Make your figure kind of lean forward or up or down. Mouth opens. Guy's got the teeth in there. Shouldn't it shouldn't have the teeth in, teeth in there, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on uh, eBay currently now. Of course, these are all going to show Australian prices, but uh, even though it's all international, um, that original uh, Hasbro Jurassic Park through Eric Kirby and Alpha treaded on. You're sort of looking between the forty to eighty dollar mark. I'm guessing would be U.S. prices uh, without shipping, if that's what you... It is smaller than the um, giant Alpha Pteranodon that Hasbro came out with, with those big foldable wings. I think that thing was almost like like almost uh, 15 or 18 inches across. Mm. It's more than a foot, but I, it's not, like I said, it's probably not, it's probably not even, it's probably under 15 inches. But still, very detailed. The paint's very good. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, compared to this Hasbro one, I'm looking at photos now. This it looks horrible for what it's supposed to represent the film and small. But um, there's a few loose Eric Kirby's on here too. Anywhere from two dollars to thirty dollars. So if um, you want to get yourself an Eric Kirby to hang underneath this <laughs> in your display, <laughs> uh, you can get that original Hasbro Eric Kirby or. You could probably just look at any of the little generic figures on in stores and find one that paint the red shirt on it. <laughs> Honestly, the Eric Kirby would probably scale pretty well with this figure. Yeah. Yep. I um I never got any of the Jurassic Park free stuff apart for the uh, that Spinosaurus, the little molded one that can't move. <laughs> I did get the uh, Eric Kirby with the Alpha Pteranodon, but unfortunately, my dog. Chewed both. <laughs> oh no! She she had a jealousy streak to her, and if I loved something, it became hers, and then it became her chew toy. Because I was going to love her more than she did, or more than my toys, and she was going to ensure that. <laughs> I did love her though. She she was a very good dog. And that children is why your parents tell you to pick up your toys. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> I have I have uh, more than a few of my dinosaurs have returned to extinction by the jaws of a dachshund. <laughs> uh, and to think now it would probably be fairly realistic dino damage for having dead figures. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them I actually ended up taking a red sharpie to, so it looked like blood effects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> making the best of a horrible situation. <laughs> yeah. Hold on to your butts. Moving on to our last toy uh, toy to discuss is uh, something we knew was coming, we'd heard it, but now we finally get to see it, and that's the uh, the Legacy Collection of Patasaurus, which has been finally revealed. Yes, yes. Another, another use of that sauropod uh, size scale. I'm not going to say mold, because a lot of this looks new. Yeah, this, en- this entire thing is new. I know that some fans have kind of been nitpicky about it, saying, like, the 
head, like the uh, neck is too short, or the uh, the feet are too lumpy, or the tail is too short. It's beautiful. I think it's beautiful, and I don't care what anybody has to complain about it. I love my little foot. <laughs> <laughs> How much bigger do, do people want it? It's already um, measurements here in centimeters. So I'll try. Uh, it's it's like it's over three feet long, and it's just over a foot tall. Uh, oh. Obviously, the tail and head are pointing straight out, not up like the Brachiosaurus. So I know that it's already started appearing in um, stores abroad in Europe. I think Smith Toys and some other stores. And I've seen fans with pictures of it in hand. This thing is is honestly bigger than the Brachiosaurus. Hmm. I mean, it's not as tall, but it's way longer, and it's it's just huge. Yeah, you do have that um, that articulation in the neck, both at the head and the, the the shoulders as well, which is good. You might be able to get the neck up a little bit higher mm-hmm. than what's displayed here, but again, it's not it's not meant to be as tall as the Brachiosaurus at all. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the mouth opens, the head sculpt and paint looks incredible, and I mean, the photos I've seen coming out from the fans, it looks incredible. I this has got to be a first uh, day one pickup for me. There's one photo here, it's a little bit gumpy where it's looking down with the mouth open, it's like, ah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> but as for the rest of it, yeah, it, it looks fantastic. I've I got no complaints about this whatsoever. I just don't know where I'm going to put it. <laughs> that, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 41 inches long, it is. Yeah, that's over 50 feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a good bit of paint, good bit of detail. I I honestly thought the Brachiosaur was going to be a one-off. I'd never never assumed, especially this far removed from Jurassic World, uh, mm-hmm. getting an actual Apatosaurus. Now, could we see a Mementiosaurus? Could we see <laughs> I just think it's else? funny that Hasbro's Hasbro's reasoning for never giving us a Brachio or any sauropods was they were insistent that they were unsellable. And now Brachiosaurus was a huge hit with the fans. And now I think Apatosaurus is going to be a huge hit with the fans. And Mattel's like, take that, Hasbro. But then you've got the retail stores too. Like having figures in these large boxes take up a lot of retail space and normally get thrown on the end or up on the top of the, the shelves where they've got room to put them. And you got this alongside the, the, the super colossal stuff too. We've got the super colossal Indominus and, and that coming out at the moment as well. So there's yeah. a lot of shelf space Mattel's taken up at the moment with these figures. I mean, they do take up shelf space, but at the same time, I mean, the stores are finding a way. And I make regular visits to my Target and check the toy section. And they always, they pretty much either have it in stock or they have like one missing. So it's not like they're not being bought, you know? Oh, if you're you're 10 years old, you're going into the toy store with your mum, and you look up and see this on the top shelf, like, oh, your eyes are just going to go wide. Exactly. Or, I mean, even the super colossal T-Rex. I mean, do you know, I mean, I would have killed for that as a kid, you know? Oh, yeah. And Hell just yeah. Some, that is my dream, that was my dream Jurassic Park toy as a kid. Yep. Yep. That size, you can only ride it. <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, I probably would have tried. <laughs> yeah. But that's just, 
and we mentioned um, we've mentioned before, but just the fact that they're releasing these figures for that forty nine ninety nine price point, it's it's insane. These massive massive figures are being released um, for the price they are. So I don't know I don't know if they go for repaints of these now into uh, Jurassic Park Free, Brachiosaur and uh, Fallen Kingdom of Patasaur or if or I mean if we haven't seen repaints else. yet but at the same time we do know that it's just the fact that they're able to do this and able to do it for $50 is just marvelous I think mm-hmm. I mean Hasbro if they even if they did try to do this this they, this is something that they probably would have tried to pull at well over the $100 mark on, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because you've got the, the packaging as well. Mm-hmm. Like that massive box that this has got to go into, of course, like the Brachiosaur, I'm assuming it's uh, going to be in pieces and you pop it all together, but... Yeah. All the joints, like the, the Brachiosaurs, even the, the super colossal stuff, the tails popping parts together, uh... It all sort of, it all stays firm. There's no it doesn't get loose or anything and mm. holds together really well, so which is a pain if you want to then sell it and ship it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> it is no longer fitting back in that box. Uh I did like that the um on the super colossal T Rex the tail swivel uh, swivels and is again removable. It makes mm. storage in my closet way much easier. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good. I'd, even the um, the Hasbro um, Mosasaur... Uh, no, that Mosasaur wasn't Hasbro, was it? It was Mattel, the big one. I wish I could uh, take the tail off that for better storage as well. Actually, Charlie, those are herbivores. They really wouldn't be interested in fighting with each other. But these ones here are carnivores, and they really like fighting with each other. They use their teeth and their claws to rip each other's throats out. Al, uh, he's three. Let's wait till he's five. Oh. <laughs> All right, sorry, Charlie. Up next, we've got a new segment of the show, uh, Jurassic Discussions, where we just want to sit back and discuss something from the franchise we might not be uh, mentioning or talking about in the Jurassic Minutes as we go along, even though this is something that we should have probably mentioned in Jurassic Minutes, but uh, we're sort of getting past that stage now. Um, we've just finished the Gyrosphere attack sequence from Jurassic World on the weekly show, and uh, we've discussed the attack on a whole uh, compared to the other mid- mid-action movie scenes from uh, Jurassic Park, Lost World, Jurassic Park 3 and that. And there was the uh, the one big hybrid on screen that possibly didn't need to be there. As you know, the scene, the boys venture into the restricted area, or a restricted area, where the uh, ankylosaurs are grazing in the jungle and these uh, animals have been fenced off for some reason. We discussed possibly too dangerous in the valley or just something else, something some other reason why these uh, ankylosaurs aren't with the rest of the herbivores. But uh, the Indominus shows up to uh, attack them and the boys get caught in the middle. And the uh, predator turns its attention on the boys' hamster ball, and they barely make it out alive. Which we we discussed there the the possibility that uh, they probably should have died when that ball was getting bounced around with <laughs> gravity and physics. But uh, yeah, I just thought it'd be interesting to ask the question: uh, Does the Indominus need to be there in this scene? Well, that is a very interesting question because I mean I. Gotta admit that the Dominus kind of feels like she's only there just to fulfill the tradition of a large uh, theropod destroying a mode of transportation. Like we got the T-Rex in the first movie, the two T-Rex destroy the trailer in the second, the Spinosaurus destroys the plane in the third, 
And then we get the Indominus destroying the Gyrosphere in the fourth. And I suppose you would could argue the Carnotaurus destroying the Gyrosphere again in Fallen <laughs> Kingdom being that continuation of tradition. Slash eruption. You know, I'll, I'll put the eruption in that as well. Just yeah. That, that's the whole sequence. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, as you something you brought up when we were discussing this privately is how... We haven't really had the herbivores display any kind of danger themselves since the second movie. And the Ankylosaurs fulfilling the role of destroying the main vehicle would have been something not only cool to see, but it would have actually been kind of the first time that we get the um, a herbivore d- acting in the role of the big theropod in destroying the mode of transportation halfway through the movie. Yeah, because with the Indominus, we already see, we've seen her break out, which would be the, the T-Rex breakout scene. She flips the maintenance truck upside down, we get a kill there, and then she runs off into the jungle and then returns for the kill. She goes up against ACU and takes them all out. So we know her versus human, she's already 2-0 and at that point. And yeah, okay, She's here to destroy the gyrosphere, but um, we could have just as easily had these ankylosaurs get spooked or something by the boys coming in and wreck and shop, wreck and ball, <laughs> essentially with their their tails. And we know from kids when growing up, um, seeing all the books and that, as we mentioned in the in the minutes then, but um, ankylosaurs rearing up and trying to swing that club tail at a tyrannosaur or another predator. It's, a bit hungry and mm-hmm. like we mentioned the walking with dinosaurs um episode as well where it's in that well i mean the ankylosaurus their tail is just solid it's a chunk of solid bone so it's basically like having a pachycephalosaurus skull four times the size stuffed to the end of a tail of a mobile tank so i mean it's not like they don't have the potential to be dangerous they have Every potential be dangerous. Like you mentioned, a lot of times in the um, like documentaries or something, anything that gets in the way of that tail swinging is going down. Mm. Yeah, and you mentioned the Lost World earlier, just the, the Stegosaur attack. And again, it's only a, a two or three minute sequence where, of course, Sarah's camera goes off, spooks the baby, and it, it calls out, and then the, the parents come in to uh, to try and get rid of this... Um, this nuisance that's touching its baby. Again, a good little action sequence. And for everything that happens here, the gyrosphere being destroyed, the boys being out on their own, could have all happened with the Indominus. Yeah, you might not have had the cliff jump, but you don't... The only reason you got that in the film, really, is that's that's your barrier between the boys getting away and the Indominus getting them. You could have easily had, during the the ankylosaur attack on the, or hitting the ball, the door get popped off or something and the boys get out in between swings mm-hmm. and get away that way. And right. you could still have Owen and Claire turn up in the following minutes and see the destroyed ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, in effect, the Indominus really, like you said, really doesn't need to be there because as you as you played it out, the, uh, the ankylosaurs bust busted open and the kids climb out and run they don't really need to go over the waterfall they just need to be stuck in the middle of the jungle hmm. and i mean they end up so the result of the movie ends up the same regardless of 
the Indominus being in this movie or not, or being in this scene or not, you know? She could be off mm-hmm. killing the Apatosaurs while this scene is happening. Yeah, I wonder if um, I wonder if it's because Universal paid so much money for the uh, the the effects that they wanted to have her in there, or marketing. So I, mean, I never thought before. I know the I know the whole gyrosphere sort of attack. People, a lot of people mirror that to Jurassic Park and the T-Rex breakout, destroying the tool vehicle essentially. But I never um, I never really thought about the the cliff jump as being sort of the the equal to the. Alan and Lex going over the side on the cable with the tour car coming after them. Yes, you're working at heights and you're going to have the, the car in the tree later on. You don't get that here with the gyrosphere, but... Yeah. I mean, like I said, it feels like it's there to fu- to merely fulfill a tradition. You have the T-Rex breakout, then they destroy the, the uh, Explorer, then, or she destroys the Explorer, then Lex and Grant go off the edge of the um, barrier there. Then in the Lost World, you have the T-Rex show up. You don't really see an escape because they're already free. (laughs) But then they push the trailer off the cliff, and you have the characters have to climb up the cliff. And then, again, in the fourth movie, you have the Indominus escapes, destroys the gyrosphere, and pushes uh, Nick and Gray... er, Zack and Gray off the waterfall. I reckon you can really bring the Tyrannosaur and Gallimimus stampede into the Jurassic Park one as well, because Rexy's there hunting. It's just the um, the humans are uh, observing. They're actually interacting with the Tyrannosaur there either. Well, I think the only reason that, that we really get that is, A, because that was basically the test CGI for the whole movie. That was the... That was the... Uh, test that Dennis Mirren presented to Spielberg to say, yeah, the these ILM guys can really do this. And the other part being because I mean you gotta show Rexy again. She caused <laughs> she caused the stampede in the um in the novel and while we don't actually get that stampede in the final film, we get kind of a miniaturized version of it with the uh, Gallimimus stampeding and then the T-Rex coming out and ambushing and eating one. Yeah. I asked a question too on the socials and um, the Jurassic, uh, at Jurassic Paddock, uh, the Jurassic T-Rex Paddock on Twitter uh, replied um, that they would have loved to see, oh, <laughs> could have done without the slaughter of the ankylosaurs, but um, would have found the scene displaying aggressive herbivore behaviour more exciting. So, again, that's having, having the herbivores take centre stage. Hell, one of the most iconic vehicles in the series is Jurassic Park Jeeps, and they've got those red stripes for a reason. And it's never, never established in the films whatsoever exactly why the red stripes are there for the Triceratops. I believe it was explained further in the script, but that dialogue got cut, I guess. Mm. Kind of same with the uh, reason the Triceratops is sick in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, so... Because we do, we get a lot of the Indominus in this film. Mm-hmm. We have her here. She's not going to be present for the uh, Apatosaur attack later, but then she's back for um, the Visitor Center attack there. Uh, another action scene there. We got um, loading the the, the mini gun into the chopper and them going after her again. The hen house. <laughs> There's a lot of Indominus in this film where 
as you said, with Jurassic Park, she she escaped, the Rex escaped, then we didn't see her again until that that um, Galmama stampede, which was a good little surprise there. Well, we do see her again after the uh, jeep for the jeep run. Oh, we do too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, she is missing for like most of the movie, though. I think in total she has maybe five or six minutes of screen time. It's not much. And then again, for The Lost World, take San Diego out of it. We don't know the Trinosaurs there except for Roland going to find a nest and then the high hide, them coming to the trailers. Then they completely disappear again. Um, we get that sort of feeling. They're, they're close behind and then here they are. They pop up in the creek at that night at camp and uh, wreak havoc. <laughs> well, it's something of a trope for the monster in the move in his movies to appear almost exactly halfway through the movie it started as going goes back as far as jaws the amity attacks or the fourth of july attack scene is at like the dead center middle of the movie and that's the first time we actually get the full shot or any kind of like real look at the shark that's not like just uh a fit or that's just not like from the shark's point of view yeah and then we get that again in Jurassic Park, where we don't actually see the T-Rex until the main road attack halfway through the movie. And then we don't get the trailer attack again half until halfway through the movie. And again, continuing tradition, we the Indominus uh, destroys the gyrosphere halfway through the movie. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of, it, it is played out, especially in the, the first two films. Just that, that delayed in the Predators, yes, we get the flash, the glimpses of the raptor in the cage at the start, but not the whole the whole thing until the end mm-hmm. when um, when when we're in danger. I was just I was gonna mention the um the Mementiosaurs breeding or mating in Lost World, but I don't think I'll tell for now. <laughs> <laughs> well there's... But that's I suppose that's that's collateral damage as well, just the fact they're um the herb the herbivores aren't aggressively going after the humans, but just the, the size the fact they're so large they're knocking trees over and people getting caught in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, think um, the Brontosaurus stampede scene from Peter Jackson King Kong. I mean, none of those guys are taken out by those uh, little <laughs> raptor things that are chasing them. They're getting they're going off the side of the cliff when the Brontosaurus pushes them away. You know. <sighs> Yeah. I think that people have a tendency to consider dinosaur herbivores as kind of like these big cows, and I think that that first really started with Jurassic Park. And unfortunately, the Lost World wasn't really able to kick that because then we in Jurassic Park three, and then this movie, we get the same thing where herbivores are just basically the this either background filler or kind of like these gentle giants. They're not really considered a threat when you consider that some of the highest kill counts of animals from animals in Africa are actually from herbivores. For example, the hippopotamus will actively eat you. That that guy just don't care. <laughs> it's a herbivore, but it will crush you in his mouth. Yeah, and love love it or hate it, we do have that line from Charlie, or that um, scene from Charlie in Jurassic Park 3 where he's going, grrr, and Grant's got to explain that no days are herbivores. <laughs> they wouldn't be interested in each other. Which, no offense, Dr. Grant, but that's complete bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So um, that's the end of uh, the March issue of Jurassic Minutes. We do have one other news story we're going to discuss, but it is a major spoiler for E750 and uh, Jurassic Park, or oh, Camp Cretaceous Season 3. So if uh, you do not want to be spoiled on E750, uh, you are more than welcome now to turn off. Uh, thanks for listening. Check out us uh, on socials. Um, links to all the news stories and uh, the toys we've been talking about will be up in this uh, run sheet that goes up when the uh, the show goes up. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on the socials. Mm-hmm. You cannot have an animal with exaggerated predator features without the corresponding behavioral traits. But David, uh, be warned, spoilers here. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I know you showed the image to me, there was an image of a, uh, a figure going around. We we mentioned when we were talking Camp Cretaceous that the uh, E750 was probably going to be spoiled, leaked, uh, because of a figure that was coming up, just the way that the toy market works. These things need to be in uh, in in, pro, in production long before we uh, get it on screen. Uh, that didn't... Well, it was said to be the Scorpius Rex, yeah. I believe. And... Uh, it was a black and white photo um, from Mattel. Um, a lot of people ran with that, <laughs> so that's it's it's leaked, it's leaked, it's leaked, and then like within about two or three hours, uh, no, that's not it. It's just a un unlabeled figure that's coming out, which ended up being the insert name here, <laughs> Mosaicosaurus. <laughs> yeah, that we talked about a little bit earlier, which I like to call the uh, the Gumpy. Spinosaur from Ice Age something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that 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 image came from Twitter, didn't it originally? Uh, that actually came from I think um, there there had been some fan out there who had been taking older pictures and editing them with a scorpion tail. I think they first did it with a prototype <laughs> photo of the. Mattel um, Indoraptor, and then again with the photo of the, of the Mattel Mosaicosaurus, where they would edit it, recolor it, and then add a scorpion barb tail at the end. Because again, the Scorpius Rex was something that had been um, revealed inadvertently through. Um, merchandise logs or something from, I think it was Target where it found out that this was the name of the hybrid. And okay, so So Scorpius Scorpius Rex was was leaked already before the image, so we knew we had a name, we just didn't have a figure of yeah, what it looked like. Yeah. In fact I think we've also seen um seen somebody posted a picture of the Scorpius Rex having a tagged spot on a target shelf. The figure wasn't there yet, but the name had appeared, and uh, so it was. Um, I think that was the first time that we really saw a confirmation of the name, and I guess the fact that the figure was going to be coming out soon, which of course now we're seeing these first prototype pictures. Yep, yep, yeah. So we've got some photos here. Um, I don't think we can really share them anywhere that wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't spoil people. So. They're on um, Twitter, so if you know where to look, you can find them. Okay. Yeah. So we're looking at a figure here. It's sort of um, 
like you mentioned uh, off, off episode, it's a missing link between the Indominus and the Indoraptor, sort of in-between step, or one in-between step of uh, something Wu's working on. Not so much of an obvious scorpion tail, luckily, but it does have those quills down along the tail. From what I've heard, those quills... And it looks like they're almost kind of made out of rubber so that they can kind yeah. of quickly move back and forth, but the tail will have a like a whip kind of movement, and the barbs are venomous and will kind of like shoot out kind of like a porcupine, I guess. <laughs> well, this is going to be some kind which of is, a creature. <laughs> which is, I assume, the source of the Scorpius name. Yeah. yeah. Also, too, looking at these photos I mentioned, too, it sort of looked like the Indominus uh, sort of armoured armored spine or back on her, but it almost looks like that scorpion plating going up along her back. Yeah. Well. It it has like this kind of layered um, plating along the back that is very reminiscent of the Indoraptor, I think, but without the quills. Yeah. And of course, the tail looks like it has a swinging motion, and of course that the end will probably whip have like a whiplash effect. But being a being a prototype, it looks the hinge isn't actually painted yet. Yeah, yeah. She's got the quills on the uh, the forearms as well, much like the mm-hmm. Indoraptor had. Yeah, and the Indominus as well, so... Yeah, yep. As we um, said, this is this feels very much, and that's how I've heard it described, initially, like a Wu's kind of mid-step between the, um, Indorap- or the Indominus and the Indoraptor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guess- yeah we'll, wait, we'll wait until Season 3 comes out to see if there's any explanation there about how, how that comes apart, because there are questions about timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can talk about that later. Uh, the big sickle claw on the inside, so again, a lot mm. of uh, raptor, raptor in there. And um, the like the back hock on the leg, the arms have this really nice articulation, but the legs don't really have any at all. No. And so it's kind of interesting because it's not at all like the Indoraptor figure, which had this super articulation to it. This is a bit more basic than that, but it's got like this hook at the back of the hawk, whereas the rest of the leg is very Indoraptor-like. And we don't know what size scale this is. You can sort of see the faint lines at the ankles. I know with the uh, the larger trenosaurs and that, you can actually rotate them at the ankle, which looks mm-hmm. horrible. <laughs> looks like they've got a broken <laughs> leg. Um, I don't know whether that's just to be able to stand them better, or I don't, I've got no idea why that rotation's mm-hmm. there, because it <laughs> doesn't line up with the rest of the foot, but... Um, it sort of looks like that cuts there. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it's either point. a it's either a pivot joint or it's just the seam. But yeah, you could be right about it being a, a point of articulation there. Yeah. And you also brought up um, we don't know what size it's going to be. We, the trailer for the movie it's or for the for season three itself did not really give us any indication as to size. So we don't know if this thing is going to be raptor sized or if it's going to be bigger or if it's going to be like t-rex size <laughs> well just the, the fact they're using the word rex i would have assumed anything from sort of allosaurus to tyrannosaurus mm. in size but again that that um cryo tank or whatever you want to call it she come out of wasn't that big okay maybe she's still an infant maybe she's velociraptor size mm. 
to start with and then grows. We don't know how many, if she's got the rapid growth stuff that Bumpy had. Yeah, I was thinking that too, is that she could emerge smaller, kind of like a mid midway between like a raptor and an allosaurus as the uh, as the uh, tank was sized for that and then rapidly grow over a course of a couple days kind of like the kind of like bumpy did mm. and she's lethal at six months and i do mean lethal <laughs> <laughs> well that could be why woo was woo froze her instead of putting her in a cage is that he was exp- he was experimenting with um with the growth hormone sequencing, which is how Bumpy grew so fast. But this thing just kept growing exponentially, and it didn't stop. And he's like, "Well, shit, let's put this on ice. <laughs> we gotta we gotta halt that growth." He didn't want to kill it, but he didn't want it to be alive either, which explains the ice. Well, he explains very well to Masrani. You can't have exaggerated predator features without um, the, the corresponding traits. <laughs> this thing looks like a devil. Or even, as you said, those those horns or spikes on the back of the hawks just very devil-like. Yeah, it is. Um, the red eye we've seen in the thing. And that, that brings us to the last little bit here too with the colouring. Uh, here it's just in a, a sort of a grey colour, dark grey blue colour with a tanned belly and jaw. Possibly this colour will change um, for final release, but not the sort of brown pebbled skin we've seen in the uh, in the cartoon trailer, anyway. Yeah. Which... Well, I mean, the skin is like a dull version of the Indoraptor herself. So. Yeah. Instead of having the gold stripes down the side, you've got it on the belly here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a couple ideas of why that might be. For one, it could just be you brought up that it could be camouflage. And I also propose the idea that it is um, just just the holdover paint for now, just because it's the prototype. But then another idea could be that just it's just the fire, because we see the fire in its eyes from what we presume is Camp Kenji burning down. So it could just be the reflection of the fire on the scales, giving it that brownish color. Hmm. Yeah, and anyone that sort of goes camping or anything and is around campfires or just fires in general sort of know that the, the colours can sort of change when you have that, that sort of light mm-hmm. um, being shone on it. So that that's quite possible. I Yeah, I only put uh, mentioned camouflage because, again, if it's that missing link between the Indominus... Well, that um, maybe it's... we never saw the Indominus camouflage, I don't think, in Camp Cretaceous. So it's a trick that the kids have yet to see. Mm. Yeah, and I can't I can't recall the Indoraptor having that ability either, so it's something Wu didn't continue using. Yeah. Um, or he tried he tried to cuttlefish and just that, that wonderfulness of evolution or uh, not evolution but um genes it didn't work this time. But then as you're saying, like not follow not the final colours, if there's um if there's tag slips at stores for this or already It'd have to be pretty close to being done, you'd think, or being ready to ship. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, that uh, that sale marker at Target has already been spotted, so it's probably just around the corner. But then again, we also know that the show, or the season three itself is probably, or no, it's not probably, is going to be airing in May. So it's likely that these figures will probably be showing up around the week or maybe a week or two before 
the um the season th- airs. That's that's the big the big question here. What's going to come first? These arriving on shelves or in the people's hands or episode <laughs> one of season three? Well, you know how uh, Universal likes to spoil through merchandising. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go into your stores now and get the E750 Easter eggs. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, lovely. That's um, We'll talk more about that. Uh, I'm pretty sure the next time we'll see this figure will be the official Mattel release with some uh, packaging as well. I don't think it would come with any accessories or anything. Well, the price point that I saw for it was like $40, so it's... Oh, wow. It's going to be, I think, a larger figure. <laughs> Would you buy a Super Colossal E750? <laughs> mm, depends on how it performs in the show. Yeah. yeah. We do know that uh, Toro has been extremely popular, so we got a Super Colossal Toro. Yeah, good point. <laughs> another big buy, another big figure we're going to put somewhere. You just need a, a roped-off section in the backyard. You can put them all in and have your own little petting zoo. <laughs> Super colossal figures. <laughs> ah, lovely. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks to those that stood by, uh, st- st- hanging around and listened to the spoilers. I uh, hope you already knew about this or wanted to know about this. <laughs> if uh, if not, we apologise, but the spoiler warning was there. So, Dave, we'll get out of here for the month, and we'll be back next with uh, some new Jurassic, minutes, uh, Jurassic World Minute. All right.